0: Simon, now motions out to the left, and now it's going to be a pass. You're out of the shotgun. Lots of time to throw for Noah Pickton. Now he's going to pull it down, run to his right, sling it to the sidelines, and a diving catch for a first down by Kyle Mortgat. That's a great catch. Growing the Game with Ballsy is a podcast dedicated to growing the game of football in Saskatchewan. Each week, Michael Ball will talk with rider guests, but he'll also highlight amateur athletes, coaches, and builders in this province growing the game we love. Now, here's Balzi. And thanks for checking out Growing the Game with Ballsy. I am Ballsy. This is the fourth year of the podcast. If you like what you hear, give us a positive Google review and make sure you share the podcast with your friends and family and others in the football community. The goal for me has always been to put a spotlight on our athletes, coaches, and builders at the grassroots level to give them that exposure that has been missing for so many years. They absolutely deserve it. We should be looking to highlight and promote Canadian talent in the game of football. And because of that, I'm working on a Canwest top 50 show that'll be on a couple of platforms here in the summer. This podcast is coming to you from the Regina Sports Performance Center studio. Respect the effort. Join today at ReginaSports.ca. All our guests coming to you on the Hammer Time Roofing Hotline. Hammer Time Roofing is Saskatoon's only certain five-star roofing contractor that is backed by a true manufacturer's warranty. Give Kevin Welsh and the gang a call. 306 262 roof. Thanks to my other great sponsors, Mark Greshner Photography. Trust him to capture the big moments in your life. MarkGreshner.com. Face First Medical Aesthetics. Beat back father time in a naturally looking way. Second floor above Gables on Dudney Avenue in downtown Regina. I just headed there for a touch up. Man, I'm feeling great about the way I look. Thanks to Krasinda over there at Face First. Paul Waldo getting the real estate game with the three-time Grey Cup champion at Royal Page in Regina. 306-502 5355 Doubles at egg sales in Weyburn. Four for grain hauling, grain marketing, and crop insurance. Give Corey Zadorozniak a call. 306-842- 2406. AGT Foods. AGT Foods and Ingredients. One of the largest suppliers of value added pulses, staple foods, and food ingredients in the world. A great Saskatchewan success story. Speaking of Saskatchewan success stories, this guy is the only guy to win a Super Bowl from Saskatchewan. He is John Ryan. He is sponsoring this podcast with his Gear Up with John Ryan Foundation. Thanks to him for getting on board with the podcast and giving back to Regina Minor Football. Time now to hear from our first guest as we head out in the Hammer Time Roofing Hotline here from the Regina Sports Performance Center studio. Let's speak with Nick Lewis, a guy who just found out he's going into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. Nick, congratulations, man. How does that feel? How does that sound?
1: It sounds great. You know, the more and more people say it in uh, the introductions, it's, uh, it's a great feeling to know that uh, I got to this level.
0: Are you a stats guy? Meaning, did you follow your stats as you played? Did you care much
1: about your stats? I mean, I think you you set standards every year. You know, the the 1,000 yards was a standard. And then after my first couple years, I noticed my standard was over 1,100. So I tried to stay around that 1,150 range every year and um, didn't really care about breaking records and doing things like that until it got closer. Yeah. Right? Um, Going into Montreal after my first season in Montreal – Uh, Going into my second season there, I said, you know, I knew I was 150-something catches from uh, first all-time. And it was like, you know, I'm so close, why not go for it? But I also told my family, I'm not going to play again if I don't have 75, 80 catches.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I ended up having 102, so it made it a lot easier to go back then uh, to prepare myself to go back and get 50
0: yeah no that's great that's a great way to put it hey which is bigger for you Nick when you became the best at your position i.e. passing Stiegel and getting the record as uh, you know stats wise at the best of your position or is it this honor which is the bigger uh, honor for you
1: I think this honor is, is, is definitely bigger you know Stats, I I call them, you know, when you break a record, it's a new standard. There's different standard bearers. Like like G-Roy is the standard bearer in yards, Milt's the standard bearer in touchdowns, and I'm the standard bearer in catches. So it's like somebody's always gunning for you uh, in those positions, which I've always gunned for them when I was in that position. So, you know, they're there to set the standard of what greatness is and then for people to try to obtain. And But this team is it's forever that nobody can ever do anything to diminish or to take away I'll never be number two or uh, three or whatever the case is. I'll always be a part of the group.
0: Mm-hmm, that's awesome. Hey, would you rather run over somebody, Nick, or jump over
1: them? Um, it just depends, man. Uh, jumping is cool. Uh, running through somebody is uh, is fun, so uh, I think jumping is better though. I-, I like the jumps.
0: Yeah, more satisfaction. Now, generally you're taught in football, if you can help but don't leave your feet, when did you decide that was going to be a thing for Nick Lewis?
1: I didn't. Um, you know, early in my career and even in high school and college, uh, when I would go up and jump, I've always had the ability to jump. So I just prepared my body to be the best I can be. And, and then I just let my body react to whatever the situations are that arise in a game. And that's how my trainer, Corey Jacobs, taught me. He said, man, look, you got to just be prepared for anything. And when you cut your mind off and you let your body react, uh, sometimes you have to jump. And later in my career when I got bigger,
0: mm-hmm.
1: You know, a lot of the DBs and linebackers would go low, so I had to protect myself. And if I didn't jump, I was going to take a lot of shots to the knees, and, yeah, that wasn't going to work.
0: I remember one play. I think it was against Hamilton. Uh, It was a quick uh, little uh, social media clip. You you jumped over a guy and then dropped your shoulder on a guy, so you actually combined the two.
1: Yeah, you know, um, when I jumped, you know, it's one of those things where if you touch it, touch your mind off and are able to go up and do it, you don't gather. So you're always in control of your body. And you see some guys now, when they start to gather, they take you two or three short steps mm-hmm. to jump over somebody They don't make it. And uh, so I had the ability to do that, get off the ground quickly off my next step, being explosive. And I was always in position to make a play after or while I was in the air. There was only one time I took a hit from the side. I think it was uh, uh, Joe Lobendon in Winnipeg. Mm -hmm. He caught me on the way down from the side. And, uh, yeah, that one hurt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How does this bust, whole bust induction thing work during covid
1: I don't know. I think I, I just send pictures or something. So um, hopefully, I can send my baby picture, and maybe I can be the first baby in the hall of fame. <laughs> it's like little baby Jesus, right? So that's, maybe little baby Nick in the hall of fame. That's great. Hey, uh, so do you? Do you
0: uh, once everything um, settles down, and hopefully that's sooner rather than later, are you planning a, a, a big event with fa- uh, family and friends and things like that?
1: Well, we are planning some things right now um, through my through AO Sports uh, yeah. TV. Uh, we just started a launch where I'm, we're we're getting we're selling some uh, limited edition Nicholas Nation T-shirts and we're planning a, a event called Nick and Friends mm-hmm. uh, for those who go to our chip in page and chip in and um, it's going to be a fun event. I'm going to bring on some ex-teammates. I know it's going to turn into a roast, uh, so I'm preparing myself for anything that might be said from ex-teammates and coaches uh, that will be coming my way. Uh, but it's going to be a lot of fun, and I look forward to it. But yes, yeah, definitely. Uh, getting back to Calgary and celebrating when this opens up. Hopefully Stampede has some some kind of party and I can go to Cowboys and hang out there and and, and celebrate it. And also at the Grey Cup this year, you know, we're looking to do some big time events uh, with AO Sports and bringing in our our own uh, celebrities and athletes to be a part of it.
0: So what is that AO Sports? Tell me about that.
1: So it's a sports media platform that that I'm starting. I have a great team around me and, and what we're doing is it is giving people the freedom, uh, the freedom of their own content. So athletes and content and sports content creators will have the freedom to come on and control their content 100% and monetize in ways that's not allowed right now or, or nobody can do. So, um, I just noticed through COVID, I'd already been on this path, but I noticed through COVID, there was a lot of athletes that were putting out great content, but they weren't getting paid. It's on YouTube, which pays pennies and they take all these millions of dollars or it's on uh Instagram live and there's no compensation right so uh what we're doing is is something that's truly going to change the game because uh I don't believe anybody can keep up with our our payment structure and that's going to set us apart because uh we did a breakdown of an NFL player with his YouTube subscribers and what he would make with 78 million views is $390,000 and um on our platform he would make uh, $1.8 million Wow. And that, and, that, and that's with 10% of that, not with 100%. So that's just converting 10% of his, uh, his following over to uh, AO Sports Platform. So we're, we're changing the game because now content creators are going to be more creative. They're going to have more control, and they're going to make more money. And, um, yeah, so we're... We're going to have fun, and we're going to create a lot of original content, documentaries, shows, game day stuff. And uh, we'll be having our pay-per-view series with speaker series for leadership talks, coaching clinics, all kinds of things. And we'll be every major sport in North America, and we even have some contacts for uh, the European Soccer League. And um, we have huge networks. As athletes, and and that's what we're doing is just utilizing our networks and bringing in uh, the type of people that have great content. And we already have a couple Hall of Famers on board, CFL and NFL.
0: Nice. Well, that's great. So where can they find your work? Where are they looking up?
1: Um, It's AOSports.TV. Right now you can go there and and click the link, and it takes you to our chip-in page to be a part of that. You can get uh, discounts on the memberships now that's attached to it. So every chip-in prize is as low as $5.00 get you a one-month membership yeah it's going to be launching this summer so we're we're looking forward the platform is being built right now so we're looking forward to our summer launch this year and and all the great shows and content that's going to come from it
0: awesome okay last question for you my friend uh you're a walk-on at college you, you come up to canada a nobody and now you're a hall of famer what advice do you have for a young football player guy or girl listening right now
1: I I just think in in sports, you you don't think about the Hall of Fame. You shouldn't think about breaking records. You should think about doing your job and making a team, right? Um, I used to always say the same prayer before every game in the end zones, and that was asking God for a miracle. Um, And I was so short-sighted that that miracle was winning the game or having a good game. And, you know, asking for the miracle has actually become my life, Uh, being able to win the Great Cups, being able to – break the record being able to uh become a hall of famer and you know now be able to uh lead athletes in a new generation in in the media industry and i just think that that's a total miracle but how short-sighted i was every game day to ask for that and now to be seeing what it truly is
0: nick thanks for this man congratulations on a great career and congratulations on your next venture
1: thank you thank you very much
0: Hey, we all have them. It's the one place in your home where you can quietly solve all the world's problems. These are shower thoughts. You pay extra to add things to meals at restaurants, but for some reason, taking things off doesn't affect the price at all. Your apology needs to be as loud as your disrespect was. Saying no offense offends people more than saying something normally. Practice doesn't always make perfect. I don't care what your parents said. If it did, we'd never bite our lips while chewing our food. I just did that this week. And country music is the only genre of music where marrying your high school sweetheart is way cooler than being a ladies man. All right, so it is the Hammer Time Roofing Hotline, and we're pleased to be joined by Kevin Welsh, who is the guy behind Hammer Time Roofing. Yes, I'm talking to one of our fine sponsors, as I'd like to have a segment where I reach out to the fans here who haven't been around the game of football, obviously, for the last 18 months. And Kevin, you're a big fan. How are you today, my friend? Great. How Yourself? I'm doing well, man. It's great to talk to you. You moved away down east and then came back.
2: Yeah, so my uh, my wife's dad was actually down in Ontario, so we... uh, we visited him a couple of times about uh, 17 years ago, I guess, and then decided to move there. So, um, yeah, so I started a, a roofing business down there, and uh, we were pretty successful. So my father-in-law passed away about five years ago, so we had no more family there, so it was time to, to move, move on home.
0: And how's business been so far in Saskatoon, and what sets you apart, Kevin, from your competition?
2: Um, business is actually really good. Um, people are starting to realize that uh, you know, there's better products out there that aren't really that much more money. So what sets us apart is the products that we use, um, they don't blow off in wind storms. Um, you know, it's uh that's a huge issue and in Saskatchewan with, you know, all the winds that we get and open fields and that. So um, we're actually certified by, by three manufacturers. So CertainTeed, which we've got our highest credential, to a, we're called a Select Shingle Master, which is a five-star mm-hmm. uh, company with them and then we also are certified by GAF and Malarkey. The homeowners actually get a, a written manufacturer's warranty that, that they actually stand behind uh, unlike you know the other products that are used in you know both Regina and Saskatoon. So
0: A guarantee from a good guy Kevin Welsh. Okay so let's talk about uh, what I called you about football and being a fan of football. What's your first Real football memory as a fan.
2: Well, you know, my dad, my dad is the biggest Ryder fan that you'll ever meet. When I, uh, I guess I was four years old in 1989, and at Christmas time, everybody's gifts were uh, was Ryder swag from the Grey Cup win. So yeah, and then throughout I guess adolescence and that, like you know, we went to the odd game. Um, I didn't really get into it until I moved away. So, because it was kind of, uh, I think, a way of, you know, identifying with back home. Because I always kind of mm-hmm. missed it. So, yeah. And then, uh,
0: what was it like being a Rider fan in in some of those Eastern stadiums and, and showing your Rider pride out east? Because I always like to talk to fans that travel or or those guys and girls that we see in the stands when we're watching the game from Toronto or Hamilton or Ottawa.
2: Yeah, it's. Um... You know, I've been to you know Taylor Field, uh, the new mosaic. I've been there a number of times. I I actually kind of prefer being in an away stadium, especially down east. Like Hamilton gets pretty pretty rowdy and and stuff. A lot of smack talking and stuff. It's pretty it's pretty fun. No, it's good. Everybody everybody loves. Uh, I shouldn't say everybody, but <laughs> most people love love Ryder Nation. They love the support that we give to our teams. So it's uh, I I've converted quite a few Ontario born people to Ryder fans. Eight, nine years ago, we started, uh, you know, bringing employees and, and uh, customers to, to rider games every time we were in Hamilton in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Last probably five years ago, it got, it got so big that we, we were renting, you know, 13-passenger vans and, you know, oh, cool. trucking a whole Crew down, and I paid for all the tickets. and the price of admission was just wearing green, so
0: that's awesome, yeah. man. That's great. Great to see a guy keeping rider pride alive. Uh, back to yep. 1989. Did you have one of those cheesy '89 Grey Cup champion sweatshirts with all the guys' names on the front? Because I did. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly, and and the T-shirt too. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Who was your favorite rider growing up, Kevin?
2: Um, you know, I always loved Smiling Hank. Um, yeah, I was really. Me and my dad always argued uh, when uh, we didn't resign sign him there. Mm. And, uh, um, you know, I just like, liked him. I thought we probably could have got a couple more Grey Cups if we hung on to him. But, mm. you know, I've, I also I really, really like Kevin Glenn. Um, I That's the other thing about being in away stadiums is I've met a lot of these guys' families and stuff because they always come up to you. So I actually sat beside uh, Kevin Glenn's wife and, and young son.
0: That's my favorite thing about the league. It's a mom and pop league. You can identify with the players. You can identify with their families. I remember my son sat in front of Ben Cahoon's college uh, roommate back in the day uh, at Old Taylor Field, and they had a great time. I told Ben that story, and he was laughing. But you wouldn't get that in the NFL. Like I, that's what I love about yeah. our league. What do you love most about our league, Kevin?
2: That, like exactly that. I mean, the players. Even you know, they come up to you. Um, it, they, you know, treat you with respect, and you know they don't they don't seem annoyed. Like I've been in lots of you know NHLs, you know, arenas and stuff. You don't get that that yeah. feel. Um, I've been to Raptors games, and yeah. you know, yeah, it's just a just a fun experience, and it's a it's pretty lighthearted too. It's not like. Um, you know, even in Hamilton, <laughs> when they're chirping you, they're not really. You know, they're not as uh, as mean as they appear at first. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Hey, Kevin, what do you miss most about your CFL? Something you haven't had since twenty nineteen. If there's one thing you miss most, what is it?
2: It's the game day experience. Like I, uh, you know, I had my we were looking forward to going back to Hamilton this uh, well last year, I guess. Yeah. You know, um, we were going to bring some of our old customers and stuff to the game, and of course, we had already moved back. Home, so it was going to be a good time to catch up. It's just the game day, and you know, there's there's nothing to watch on TV anymore either. So that would, uh, yeah, definitely miss miss that. How so. are you can?
0: How concerned are you about the future of your three down game, and what are you hoping for? I'm with you.
2: I uh, I've heard your podcast too, and I'm I'm with you 100. I I think it has to be a very loose affiliation if it's going to, you know, if they're going to survive long-term. But I guess, you know, I don't know if you follow basketball, but Masai Ujiri, when uh, the Raptors were going for the championship, he kind of said that, you know, people in Canada need to be proud of, you know, the you know, the Raptors and Toronto mm-hmm. and, and that. He was kind of getting sick of people talking down about, you know Canada and, and mm-hmm. uh, the Raptors, and I feel like the CFL is kind of the same way. Like things like the, you know, I don't know if it's the higher ups or who, but they always uh, it's like it's like they think they're not good enough. Yeah, real
0: inferior, you know? real inferiority complex. It's like, uh, and and that's the thing. I I, I believe, and I've, if you've listened to my podcast, you know we've. We've tried four-down football there so many times in the States, and Americans have voted with their wallet. The CFL expansion didn't work. I want some Canadian homegrown solutions. I don't think we've tried hard enough in this country.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, if, you know, you had a fan on there a couple couple weeks ago, and, and he said that uh, he was at the... The Argos game, um, I guess I would have been in 2019, and yep. most people in Toronto didn't even know there was a game going on. Those markets do a, a pretty poor job at, at uh, getting people into stands. Like, with a city that big, you, you can't tell me you can't fill that stadium. Hopefully they can, you know, BC, Toronto, um, you know, even Montreal. I was at that rain-delayed game, or uh, oh, yeah. the yeah. shortened game. Yeah, That was my wife. My wife surprised me for, surprised me for my birthday uh, taking me to Montreal. That was an interesting game. Again, you know, the stadium's not full, and it's a, it's a great experience, so I don't see how they don't market it a little bit better. And
0: Yeah, I got to got to find a way to be better. Okay, so last question for you, Kevin. Randy Ambrose came out and said August 5th. First question of the two-part question, first part, do you think we will play this year? And B, do you think it'll be August 5th, or do you think it'll be a little later in the year?
2: I... I'm going with Labor Day, and it's probably going to be like 10 or 12 games. Yeah, that's what that's, I'm going with, too. So. Yeah,
0: We need to play, though, don't we?
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're we're already getting forgotten about. <laughs> so well, that's
0: a scary it, thing. I know you're a passionate fan, and and we still have our hardcore passionate fans. But let's be honest, a lot of the league isn't that way. But in your circles, yeah. are you finding people are finding other things to do because that's pretty scary?
2: Yeah, and it's you know with uh, what's going on in the world, I, I've talked to quite a few actually customers of mine too that uh, they've given up their season tickets, and you know they can't, they don't want to allocate their money to. A league that they don't know it's it's going to be if it's going to be around you know next mm-hmm. year. So so that's the you know problem. I think you know people are going to have tighter checkbooks too yeah. moving forward, and hopefully that doesn't uh, come to the detriment of the league. Yeah. I'll do what I can. I always usually brought you know fifteen to twenty people to. Any away game that uh, wouldn't normally have been there. So
0: yeah, well, you're a fan that you're you're a fan that I really appreciate doing this job over 20 years, and you've opened your checkbook for this podcast and uh, for the riders, So uh, thank you very much for that. A continued success in your business, Hammer Time Roofing in Saskatoon and surrounding area. Three zero six two six two roof. Give Kevin a call. Thanks for this, buddy. Be safe and enjoy uh, the rest of your day. Awesome. Thanks, Ballsy. This has been growing the game with Ballsy. If you have a football story you'd like to share to help us grow the game, email Michael Ball at mball. Harvard com, Ballsy can be heard weekdays in Regina on 104.9 The Wolf Morning Show and during Saskatchewan Rough Riders and U of R Rams broadcasts on 620 CKRM.